Hello and welcome, welcome to, to the, the Smut, Smut Show, Show. Mm-hmm. a weekly podcast from your new internet book besties. We discuss all things spicy books and mix in a little bit of motherhood, life, self-care, and everything in between. So sit back, grab a beverage, and let's chat. Welcome, welcome to, to the Smut, Smut Show. Show. I'm Neely. And I'm Rachel. And welcome back. This is episode three. Yeah. Can't believe it. I, I feel know. like I feel like it was yesterday like that we, we started. just started yesterday. Which is true. We recorded our first episode yesterday, yeah. and this is our second one to record today. Yeah. So this is episode three, and we are going to talk about overrated and underrated books. Which is going to be... We're gonna have words. We're gonna have words. We're gonna have words. This is gonna be rough. We have no overlap in these. No, we don't. Um, It's gonna be. It's gonna be fine. Yeah. Um, Okay. So first, but we will start out with our our one star and our five star Mm -hmm. ups and downs moments. And um, I will go first this week. My one star is just that it's cold as fuck and it's spring break. It's now granted. um, I just as a working lady owning my own business. I don't get a spring break. A working lady. Um, I don't have a spring break. My kids are on spring break, and I had these grand ideas that we were just going to be outside the whole time, and it's it's been chilly. Well, um, it was like 80-something degrees on Saturday, yeah, so I it thought was it was going to be Amazing outside hot. Saturday. Yeah. Honestly, today wasn't too bad. It was It warmed up a, a bit. Yeah. Um, but I will say when I left to come over here, I left in just like my tank dress, and I was I was cold. I was like, when you were walking in my house, I was like, I know. Well, I didn't really dress. think... <laughs> I didn't really think about it because I so wasn't fancy. I'm in the same pajamas I was wearing last night, which I have Listen, washed this since. Is pretty much pajamas. Okay, I so. washed them, but then I had pasta for dinner, and I have pasta yeah. on me. Um, I would I not have washed. Look like so. a child. Yeah. Um, and then um, my five star moment is just that I was randomly DMing authors that we love, thinking there's no way they're going to respond to be guests on the show, and they've all said yes. So we have a a plethora of do. guests that are coming up. I don't, I'm not going to name names because I want you guys to come back and be surprised. Um, but all, is, both of you listening and <laughs> all three of you. And, but we have so many good guests coming up and we're like, just like beaming with excitement. And that is also my five star moment this week because I am not even kidding you. The amount of like gasps out loud that I've had today of you texting me like this person's in, this person's in. I was like, holy shit. We are so excited. And so excited. Also nervous because I have to talk to them. I know. And we have to like interview them. Fangirling to the max. We're going to have to reel it in. I know. Um, It'll be great. It'll be great. So that's my five star moment too. Both of our five star What's your one star moment? Um, My one star. So my lease on my car is up. And like, I don't know if there's anything in the world that I hate more than car shopping. We'll have to talk after because my dad okay. was in the car business for 35 years and okay. he can pro- he knows like everybody at every dealership. And I'm so like, he could I help. just don't care. I literally came home. So I went and got a facial today. I came home for my facial and I was like, listen, Brian, I want whatever the cheapest option is to like keep me in a car similar to what I'm driving yeah. now because I don't care. I don't care. I'm also not a car person. No. I'm I'm not. I, I don't care as long as it works. And Listen, I do like my my, my bells and whistles. I need my heated seats. I also and I need, I need my, AC seats too. Oh, see, and I don't have that. I would. Like I also that, have but a like heated not steering wheel in my car, mm, which it nice? it's really in the yeah. winter. It's really nice. Honestly, I just need heated seats and I need CarPlay. 
like I do need CarPlay need. for sure. Yeah. Um, which again is nothing I knew. I needed before. Audiobooks and my podcasts and yes, I my ways all of that. I need I need CarPlay yeah. as yeah. well. That's a big so, one. For that was me. my one star. Um, and so today. so now we're going to talk about just like some recent books we've loved. And since we've recorded three episodes in the span of twenty four hours. Um, <laughs> And I had to go into the archive. I did too. I did too. Um, but I did recently, and by recently, I mean in February. So I mean, it, this is we're recording this on March fourteenth. I just finished these books at the end of February, so it really was recent. Mm-hmm. Um, recent to like most people who probably read one book a month. Yeah. Um, I read the Chestnut Springs series by Elsie Silver. So flawless, heartless, and powerless, and loved them. I'm going to read it. When I tell you that I had flawless on my Kindle for like months and months, mm-hmm. and just was unsure that a cowboy romance right was like was gonna be my thing tea, yeah. i was like you know i just i don't see my like ironically we live in texas mm-hmm. and so you would think i would be like all about that it's never really done it for me no me um either. like i'm not somebody who like wants to like go to the rodeo yeah this is about a rodeo guy though okay. the first one the second one which was my favorite of the three is a single dad um in the nanny yeah. It's like a smidge of an age gap. It's like a, it's like a good amount of yeah. like a tenure. Not an ick age it's gap. It's not an ick age gap. And she's feisty, so it's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Um, also, we never mentioned this in our last, but I have to mention it because um, it's just something I love. I love a nickname. I do, too. I do love a nickname. I love a nickname. Um, anyways, this has all of the books have okay. a nickname. Okay. Um, and then Powerless is actually a hockey, it's a professional, it's still in the same universe, but a okay. professional hockey player okay. in a childhood romance. Yeah. The I childhood mean, one that got away. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a forced proximity. It's she leaves her cheating fiance at the altar and runs away with her childhood best friend. Okay. It is a delight okay. of a book. And there's a fourth book in the series that's coming out, I believe, later this year. So I have seen those all over the place. So I, I'm They're worth the hype. Like, we're... This whole episode is about overrated and underrated books. Um, this is... It is not overrated. Yeah. It is... The amount of rated it is it is, is deserving. aptly rated. Um, so mine that I wanted to talk about that I recently loved um, is a final offer Which by is Lauren Asher. An unpopular opinion because I feel like I haven't read any of those books. They're okay. on my list, yes. but Book Talk. I feel like uh, that's the third book. Correct? It is the third book. I've seen on TikTok that it's like not as good as the really? other. Really? Okay. So so final offer is the third in Lauren Asher's Dreamland Billionaire series, which is. Um, like a take on like a, a Disney World, essentially, oh. is what Dreamland is. Now and I'm even more excited to read it. I, mean, I am fascinated. They are very good. Um, I really liked all of them, but I kind of really I I loved Final Offer. I'm surprised. I haven't seen a lot of. But that's um, good to know because I feel like so I haven't read this series. It's yeah. another one that is like been on my TBR forever mm-hmm. that I'm saving. We'll get to this. Um, there are just certain books that are like super hyped up that I know I'm gonna love, but for some reason yeah. I can't bring myself to read them, and I don't know why. Yeah. There's just there's absolutely no reason. I feel like these were well hyped. So I loved Final Offer. It is a. Um, childhood room I mean childhood oh, love so they like, grew up together he makes a mistake so what's one they thing always that's, do. they do they do one thing that's really interested interesting about this and maybe a little bit of trigger warning is like he's going through his like um sobriety journey you know I will say 
That is a trope I don't love. Okay. I don't so, love um, any sort of addiction yes. as part of the story. It is, and it's a big part of the story. So, like, you might not like that about it, but that's, like, a very big part of mm-hmm. it. I loved it. My husband is five years sober, so, like, it's oh, something. Oh, I didn't know yeah, that. It's something that is really, like, I've walked through personally. Wow. And so I think okay. that it is, like, I relate to it. And I feel like, too... And one of my um, very underrated books is something, I feel like when you've walked through, when you're reading something that really like hits for you specifically, yes. yeah. um, it's, it just hits different. Yeah. So like it's, and we'll get to this, but all your perfects for mm-hmm. me, um, it, it, it hits me yeah. in a spot because like I, I know that yes. person. And there was and definitely parts of it that were like hard to read, but I really loved it. I thought it was really good. Okay, well then I maybe it was realistic. It's on my it's it's on my list for it's this year, list, guys. Yeah, it'll I mean, so there's so many books I want to read. That's my one I recently loved. It's gonna be a sad day when I just like don't have a TBR. That will never happen. It will never happen. We will die um, with a TBR. We will die with a TBR. Um, okay, okay should we so jump into overrated should, books? Okay, so maybe we'll go back and forth. Okay. So like. You can do one, then I'll do one, okay, and perfect. we'll go. So we for overrated and underrated, we each picked five. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about twenty books. Yes, <laughs> but it's gonna fly. It is. Um, and again, we want to preface this by these are our opinions. We don't necessarily agree with each other, and it's okay if you don't agree with us. It's okay if you do. And the great part about this community is that we can have open and honest and fun conversations, yeah. and we can have different opinions, and it's fine. And it's fine. So uh, I will let you kick it off. Okay. So okay. So the first one. Oh, I'm starting off with like a really. She's coming out of the gate strong. Coming out of the gate hot. So this is one that I saw on like everybody's favorite book of the Mm -hmm. year last year, Um, and it is Book Lovers um, by Emily Henry. And I okay. I'm gonna preface this with I did like this book. Mm -hmm. Um, I did like it. It did make me cry. I shed a tear or five. Uh, It happened. So I I liked this book, but it is so hyped up um, that I didn't. You didn't I just get didn't, the hype. I didn't get the hype. Um, and I feel like that happens sometimes where it's yes. just like, it's it's good, but you're like, well, this so is this not is, as good as everybody's like obsessed with. This is one I actually haven't read. It's, um, I've had it forever. I've have, I haven't read any Emily Henry book again, because I feel like I'm either going to really mm-hmm. love them or hate them. And I'm just like scared to read them. And I um, loved People We Meet on Vacation. Like one of my favorite books. Is that a good one to start with? Before. I think it's, oh, I've only read those two. So I haven't read Beach Read. Oh, okay. And then those are her three adults. And then she has romance. Happy Place yeah, coming, coming out, out later this shortly. year. Shortly. Um, so it was really good. I felt like it was very, I think it was um, like you just, she, she does such a good job of diving deep into the characters mm-hmm. that I just wanted more to happen. More action. More action. Yes. And I think that's why I didn't So she's love very character driven. She's hugely character driven. Not as much of the action. Yeah. So I think that was, that was my so controversial opinion about that. My first overrated book, and I'm also coming out strong, is Where the Crawdads Sing. And um, I haven't read it. I or seen the movie. hated this book so much. I... <laughs> I thought the movie was like not good, um, but I love Daisy Exer- Daisy Edgar Jones, who's in the movie, which is the only reason I watched it. Yeah. Um, I don't like the story. I don't like the characters. I find no one in the book redeeming. Um, I <laughs> I just nothing good about don't it. like this book, and it's one that I feel like 
this is going to sound horrible to say. I feel like people who aren't really readers but who want to pretend to be readers yes. will say this is their favorite book. Yes. Because it's probably the only book they've read in the last five years. So I said this to Brian about something recently. I don't remember. I was like, I'm so annoyed because everybody loves reading now. And Brian was like, you it's, need to listen to what just came out of your I know. mouth. It, but it's true. Like, reading... Reading is, is cool like now. a cool thing to and do like, now. I have which done is this for my whole great, life, and it right? wasn't cool. It wasn't and so I was cool. annoyed that now it's cool. But it's like, cool, but people are, I feel like people are reading the wrong books. Well, and and if you're going to, here's where I get mad about it, is like, if you're going to judge me for what I read, but I'm the only judge thing, you for you read. If all yeah, you've read is, all you've read is Where the Crawdads Sing, and then you're going to judge me for my Ice Planet Barbarians. And like, I'm telling you guys right now, my first three books that I'm coming out of the gate with are like three of takes. the books that people are like, I'm going to start reading again, and this is the first this book I'm going to read. Gonna I'm like, really? Yeah. That's but, like, I, I, I'm happy that people are reading. We're thrilled. We're the people are reading. It. Just don't we be judgy We want them to it. read the books we like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also, our books count. Our books count. Okay, so my next one. This is going to be controversial is, for us. We're going to we're, we're about gonna, to have yeah, a, we're gonna have a talk. So my next one is the Off Campus series. By the way, she cheated a little bit because she just threw five books. In. I did, but okay, I didn't fair, even read the fifth one. Oh well, the, the fifth legacy. one is kind of it's it's like a it's like four like short stories. Yeah, it's yeah. Like so it's well. like four. Okay. So the deal is the first one, and if here's you, the problem with the off-campus series: is they start too strong because the deal is the best book. Okay, and everybody loves. Is it Garrett? Yeah, yes. I do. Garrett Graham. Literally, if people he's have pretty a problematic. Book, boyfriend he's very problematic and All, this actually, book was written actually a three of the four ago. men in these books are super problematic. So, problematic so it was published in 2015 so i didn't realize it was that long it's ago that long ago because okay. i remember these books being popular i remember like, i knew nothing about these books yes so i remember them being popular when they first came out i wasn't really like re- i hadn't gotten into my like romance era by the yet. way i read all five of these books in the span of five days i did i read them quickly too and i read They're all four super of them quick reads. by the way i would like to say they're enjoyable they are enjoyable they're not like the highest of quality no and, and if, if you the are characters like, are all kind of bad they kind of are shitty if you are basing like if you're wanting to get into the genre don't start here if you're wanting to get into the hockey romance genre in general definitely don't start don't here. start here so i but just, if you go through tiktok and you find any girl that's like like naming her hockey boyfriends Garrett Graham is number Garrett one Graham every is single on time. there and he's I, usually one I think the problem is I so my intro making a case for Carter Beckett to okay, always yes. be one my intro into hockey romance was Icebreaker I think and so oh, if you well, start yeah. with Icebreaker and then you go into Consider Me Play With Me I and think I then, read Icebreaker first before so I read, I read the off-campus series so i read those three and then i was like i want more hockey so i'll try l kennedy because it's all over bookstagram book talk all that and after those three like most beautiful specimens of hockey romance book boyfriends these four were in the 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 worst nate hawkins from icebreaker is the same age as these guys are supposed to be to be fair in consider me and play with me they're older yeah so but we've also just gotten as i think as a whole that just like things that aired on tv mm-hmm. in 2015 would not work no. today and it's the same kind of thing i would say out of the, out of all of the books garrett garrett is good um garrett's backstory i mean 
I'll cut him a little slack. I don't even remember. I, I like, kind of feel like, didn't he have, like, the really terrible dad who was, like, abusive? Am I thinking maybe, of a different book? I don't know. I, like, Guys, blocked it's out been all a minute. these books It's been four months since I read this. Um, were, I did not Anyways, I... Semi unpopular opinion. I like the off campus here. I don't love it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it is enjoyable and fun, but not not one I would reread, and mm-hmm. definitely not what I would um, throw at somebody as their first. No, like we've got other ride into the hockey. Other world. places we can go first. So my next overrated book is Daisy Jones and the Six. Um, I also hate this book. I so here's <laughs> I the problem. Read this one either. <laughs> I love Taylor Jenkins Reid. I would like to preface it by saying this, but I also read her first four books in the order they came out years and years ago. Mm-hmm. I read her first two in 2014, and then I read the next two when they came out. And I love those four books so very, very much. I've reread each of them probably ten times. And we kind of talked about how she moved from a romance author into yes. more of like lit fic. And, and just there's still romance in them but they're not good like there's a lot of cheating in daisy jones mm. um there's a lot of addiction it's i mean it's about a 70s rock band yeah. so like do with it what you will um but i just hate the story it's basically to me like um taking fleetwood mac and writing a book about it mm-hmm. and like i just didn't think it was super original i didn't think the characters were redeeming and I just are you gonna it. watch the show Oh, I have. I've watched okay. the first two episodes. Okay. I love the show. Okay, great. Um, so, like, as a show, as a show, it's working for okay. me. As a book, it didn't. Okay, but I do think I sometimes that happens show. because normal people was the same way, where the book didn't really work for me. But I mm. love the show. Yeah. So sometimes much. you just need to see it. I do think out. sometimes stories work better as a show I or a agree movie. With that. And I have another book on my list that we'll talk about yeah. with that. So, okay, so my next one, this one's kind of random, but I was going through my Goodreads today, and I feel like this in, like, the YA fantasy world is, like, super hyped, and people love it, mm-hmm. and that is Vampire Academy. Um, it's unlikely I will ever read it just because it says vampire in it, but tell me more. Don't feel like you have to, because honestly, I, and I think it was the narrator, and I think think i don't like a narrator like well if a narrator's bad it ruins the whole but in book. general i my favorite way to read a book is a dual point of view i love a dual point of view i don't like a i've i've read so much dual point of view that reading a single point of view is almost hard it's hard i'm like i want to um, know what both parties yes. involved and think. so a narrator, I, like, can't even yeah. do. Because so the Vampire Academy, it's just, like, the... I'm pretty sure it was just the narrator that, like, drove me batty. And so I couldn't get into the rest of the series. And then there was a show that came out, a show version of it that came out on, I want to say... that's Peacock. why it sounds familiar to me. Yeah. Is that I feel... Or maybe I'm thinking of the Umbrella Academy. Maybe. Which is also a show. Yeah. No, Vampire Academy, but it just got canceled. Like, it's not going to be renewed for season two. Yeah, I only TV watched shows a couple just episodes. have a rough time now. It was just not... And the show wasn't good either. This so is why like, I don't I watch a lot like of TV anymore because anytime I like a show, it gets canceled. It gets canceled. Yeah. So um, that's my third one. So my third one is it ends with us. I told you guys I was coming out hot. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't dislike this book. I don't understand why everybody is obsessed with it. Uh-huh. I think it's more that that I'm just like, yeah, like first of all, I read this book when it came out, and then like three years later, it's everywhere, and, and I'm like, I feel like that about. I want to know who books. read it and who start. Like, here's the thing. This book is what started reading being cool again because yeah. everybody started reading it. And by everybody, I mean like 22-year-old girls yeah. like discovered that they like books. They read this book and they were like, I'm I'm a reader now. Yeah. I like to read and I'm thrilled yes. that these girls are reading. Yes, I'm not thrilled that this is the book that's getting them into it because the book itself is 
problematic for a lot of reasons. It absolutely did not need a sequel. And most people on TikTok will agree the sequel was unnecessary. So I'm, I think I know nothing about this book uh, other than I've seen it a million places. But like, isn't there like some domestic There's violence? Okay, so it is about a girl. She falls in love with this guy. They end up getting married, mm-hmm. I think. But guys, it's been a minute. I'm like 99% sure they're married. Um, they have a baby. He is very abusive. Okay. Um, and it goes back and forth because she had this childhood love Mm -hmm. and she like runs into him and she has these journals where she wrote about him and the husband finds them. And it's just, I don't love reading about abuse. No, Um, I don't either. When I read my books, I want them to be like cookies. Okay. I want them to be sweet and divine Mm -hmm. and wonderful. And I want them to warm me from the inside Mm -hmm. out. I don't want to be like upset when I read them. And this book was upsetting. And I think that's why I don't love it. But I will say I love Colleen Hoover. I have a book on my underrated books by Colleen Hoover. I think she's a fantastic writer. I'm thrilled that she is finally getting her due because amazing. Um, But if you're listening and you haven't read a Colleen Hoover book, please don't start with this one. Yeah, different one. Public service announcement. So my next one is another one that I saw several people last year that were like, this is the best book that I read this year. And I just didn't like it. It is Lease on Love. I've never heard this book. Okay, so it looks like this. Or maybe I have heard of it. You've probably seen it. And I feel like it was really hyped up, and I it's, like, advertised as Beach Read meets The Flat Share. Now, I didn't read Beach Read, but I loved The Flat Share. I haven't so I read like, it, The Flat Share, but I've heard good things. And it's also being turned into either show or something. I think so. I ran over it, or came across a TikTok today, or maybe it was yesterday, that was, like, going through all the books that are turning into movies and shows so i with this one i just didn't love it and honestly i don't even remember very much about it but i just remember not liking it very much um i'm reading the synopsis right now to kind of refresh my memory um but basically she's got to find a new place to live he's got this gorgeous brooklyn brownstone i do enjoy from his parents that is a trope i like though people that have to live together i do like that too and i just this just didn't do it for me. the title is a little cheesy for my take it Um, just did not do it for me and she's got another book out um that i don't think i'm gonna read because i just didn't like this one so well my next book is the hating game um we have but i have a caveat on that i watched the movie before i read the book which don't so mostly because i love lucy hale Um, me too i agree so i watched it it is i will say as my husband and i have been married longer it is easier for me to get him to watch a rom-com yeah he i think he's like a closet rom-com lover i think he loves them but like doesn't want to admit that he loves them but like nine times out of ten if i let him pick the movie he picks a rom-com well andrew's favorite movie of all time is the parent trap the Lindsay Mm. lohan parent trap it's his absolute favorite movie i love that movie Um, and he will happily admit that he loves that movie it is like his comfort movie yeah Um, so anyways, we watched The Hating Game all the time. And then I was like, I'm going to read the book. The problem is I knew it was going to happen. And so it's not so much that I didn't like it. I just, 
I had, I'd seen the movie. Yeah. Um, and the movie? I do think the movie's better. But there were so, oh my goodness. I'm sorry. That's insane. I 1,000% disagree with you, but I read The Hating Game. The Hating Game was one of the first books that got me back into reading right after uh, Emmy was born. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know, getting back into living life and sure. yada yada. So I loved it and was obsessed with it. So I was so excited when the movie came out. And then there was just things in the movie that didn't happen. You know, there's things in the book that you're like, oh, how is this going to play out? What's it going to look like? And then it's not in in the movie. movie. I will say even in the movie, there were parts that were so predictable. Like, for example, when they go to the wedding, I was like, I bet the girl is his ex. Yes. And I knew nothing about this story. And, like, sure enough. Sure enough. It's the ex. Um, And I was like, oh, my God, that would, like, never happen. One, that he would still go to the wedding. Um, I would be like, like the fuck? his brother, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. no, girl, yeah. no. It's like um, a lot of things. But anyways, that is, that. there are some parts of that movie that are so cute that it physically, I do love the movie, makes my heart like physically skip a beat. But I disagree with you. The book is better. Like, oh, when he paints the wall, the color of her eyes. Oh, like, I know. First of all, um, stalker, but uh, in a cute way. So cute. Um, uh, like that would probably, you'd probably go to jail in real life I, if you I did would, that. Would, and a girl would be like, I'm about to get murdered. Yes. But it was cute. So we were about it. We were about it. Okay. So my last one for overrated books is Nora Goes Off Script. It's another one that's been on my TBR. Okay. Should I skip it? Um, I would skip it. Okay. Um, it was good. Here's the deal. Is that it, in this book, they get... So she's a writer and she's written this script for a movie. Sure. And a movie star comes. They film at her house. They get together. Yes. Okay. So it's a script about her divorce. So she's got older kids, like the kids that are like um, preteen age. Um, and then they, it's she's written about her divorce. They're coming to film a movie about it. They come and film on property. She lives in this like beautiful property. They somewhere. always do. Yeah. Um, and so he comes back and she, they fall in love with each other, right? And then huge miscommunication happens. He goes back to LA to go do something. He's only supposed to be gone for a couple weeks and then she freaks out that he's like she's not good enough for him Uh, yada yada so they spend the majority of the book apart no i don't want that in my life guys in a romance book i'm like they were apart for 90 percent of this book and then get back together at the end realize it was a miscommunication you know you guys if you listen to the last episode you know i hate that trope and it was so dumb. I was mad about it. I was Another thing literally we angry. about in our last episode, but I hate when an ending is rushed. I hate when an ending is rushed. And with this one, it did feel rushed because yeah. of that. And I, I'm not even kidding you guys when I say I was angry. Like, talk to Brian. We had to go to dinner with friends that night. <laughs> that I was like in the middle of this book, and I was mad. And so I just like being that's a bitch so because I was angry about this book. So that's one. Well, overhyped. My last overhyped book is the Love Hypothesis. Mm-hmm. So. Again, I don't think it's bad. It's just not good. And I had seen so much about it. And, like, people were talking. Everyone's like, you have to read it. Have you read The Love Hypothesis? You have to read The Love Hypothesis. And so I read The Love Hypothesis. And I'm, like, waiting for all. First of all, there's minimal spice. It is. Uh, It's it's one chapter. It's not super spicy. And, like, that's the. That chapter is what people hype this book up with. Right. People are, are like, oh, my gosh, this book is so spicy. And you're like, wait, no, it's First of all, it's one chapter. And it's not even that spicy. It's, like like super mild salsa spice like you don't even need a glass of water after you have the chips and salsa y'all need to get ready to drink ready 
Okay, Allie Hazelwood mm-hmm. started as a fanfic author. <laughs> drink. So, drink. So, this was a but Raylo fanfiction that she turned into a book. I'm 90% sure that's how this happened. So, anyway, I liked Love She Hypothesis. says this like I know what a Raylo fanfiction is. You should. Like Kylo Ren and. Oh, not a Star Ray. Wars. Okay. No. Star Wars, yeah. Um, I'm not a Star Wars. So person. I haven't read any of that. I haven't read Raylo fanfiction. I don't think but. Andrew has even ever seen a Star Wars movie. Okay, okay, that's fine. I mean, so. not, I'm not like a Star Wars fan. But she wrote that and then I think turned this into the book. And I read it when it first came out and I really liked it. But I will say that I agree with you. It is overhyped. And, and I do think it's one of those books for me that like I didn't even dislike it much after I read it. But like as time went on and I've thought about it again, I'm like, yeah, right. that's Maybe not that I good. I love it. And then when her second book came out, I felt like it was the exact same. I haven't read it as our first. I haven't. I struggled with that. So, so now, on a, in a more positive note, we're going to go to underrated books. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start with, by the way, if if Rachel's drinking game is, uh, anytime she mentions fanfic, mine is going to be however many episodes I mentioned the book When We Were by Diana Elliott Graham. Yeah. Um, I'm like, would already be drunk by guys, the amount of time. So you've here's the thing. This. I can't even really describe this book because it'll spoil it and give it away and Rachel hasn't read it yet and she's mm-hmm. about to, but this is the best book I read in 2022. Um, I read it towards the end of the year, so I could definitely say that. Um, it might be the best book I've read in the last five years. It's so different from anything I've read. I don't know how she's not like a New York Times bestselling author because this book is so good. I It is a book that as soon as I read it, I started sending it to people, and I was like, I will even buy it for you. <laughs> Just Let me read it. it. To you. But it's on Kindle Unlimited. By the way. We a love lot of Kindle, the we Kindle love Unlimited. Kindle Unlimited, yeah. not sponsored, but Kindle Unlimited. Yeah. If you would like to sponsor Spon- us, please sponsor uh, us. Please do. Yeah. Um, and we will always put a link in the show notes to Kindle Unlimited because it's wonderful, and um, the Kindles that we like as well. In case you want to hop on that bandwagon, and I believe if you buy a Kindle, I think you get three months. I think that sounds right. I feel like I got Kindle three months Unlimited. in Kindle yeah. Unlimited because I was like. I'm probably not going to keep this. And now I'm like, it's the best money I yes, spend every month. The same. Is honestly also how I got into Apple Music. When I bought, oh. I think, two iPhones ago, it came with a year of Apple Music or six months of it. And yeah. I loved it so much. I was like, keeping yeah, it. Here we go. Um, yes, anyway, Read When We Were when we by were. Diana Elliott Graham. It is everything. I will read it. It will happen soon. Okay, so my first underrated book, which, like, maybe you might be listening to this and be like, that's not underrated, because I do see it occasionally on, I've never, I have not read any of the books that Rachel has on our list. I have not read Oh my gosh, I'm super pumped about it. Okay, so You Deserve Each Other is maybe one of my all-time favorite rom-coms. Like, laugh out loud, I was dying during this whole book. Um, She, it's a uh, enemies to lovers, but they're engaged. So they're engaged. They have, like, decided that uh, they've both kind of, like, independently decided that they don't want to be engaged anymore. But whoever calls off the wedding has to foot the bill. Mm. So they are, like, making each other's life a living hell. Oh, my God. Kind of like a How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which I have just, like, I love that kind of story. So they are, like, just having fun with each other and, like, playing these pranks on each other. But I'm going to bet they end up. And there has to be a happily ever after. We have a happily ever after. So that's one of my favorites. It's so good. So my next one is After I Do by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I believe it's her second book. Um, So this book, I feel like if you're married, you will get this book. So it is about Lauren and Ryan. And Lauren and Ryan have been together since their sophomore year of college. They meet. um, 
sophomore year, they quickly fall in love. And what's interesting about this book is so the first part of the book quickly, and I mean like in paragraph form, goes through the first seven years of their relationship. So it starts, or maybe more than seven, maybe 11 years of their relationship. It starts when they met. And then it's like six months later, one year later, two years later, goes through their engagement, their wedding, getting their first place, getting a dog, Ugh, all of this. Break my heart, um, and then like they turn, it's like right before they turn 30, but then it goes to, they're at this baseball game or they're like leaving a baseball game and they're like trying to find the car. And she's like, I parked over here or you parked over here. And he's like, no, we didn't. It's like that. And then it's like kind of that, like they're on the way home and they finally find the car and she's like, I told you. Like, it's just that resentment, that yes. point in a marriage or in a relationship where you just like, just, the very, the, the other person breathing pisses you is, off. Yeah. Like, and yeah. so they decide to take a break. They're mm-hmm. going to, for one year, they're going to separate. They're going to live, they're not going to get divorced, but they're going to just like not talk, not see each other, wow. have zero communication for one year. Um, and it is so good. I mean, this sounds it, sad. It it is their sad parts. Yeah. Um, we have we have a happily ever after. Okay. Um, okay. But it's it's really realistic in the way where if you've been in a long term relationship or you're married, like you'll kind of get that. You'll yeah. get just how relationships ebb, ebb and flow yes. and ups and downs and things that happen and just points in your life where you become a person you necessarily don't love and they become a person that you don't love. And it's really about communicate. I think it just boils down to communication, yeah. um, but it's fantastic. Yeah. So I've got a couple on here that are like historical romance. Have okay. you ever done historical romance? Um, I mean, I read all of the Bridgerton books. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So I read uh, after Bridgerton came out, read a bunch of Bridgerton and then started kind of down the line of like some historical romance. So one of the ones on the list um, that I think is underrated is called The Heiress Gets a Duke by Harper St. George. Mm-hmm. Now, some of our historical romance novels are going to have some really ridiculous titles and this is one of them, Sure. I feel like. But so we've, it follows this American heiress. Um, her sister is um, in in a match basically with a duke um and he realizes that he wants the sister oh so it's august is the is the girl's name the female main character and then um sterling that's the last name is sterling they always i love when we call people by our last names oh yes um so Evan i sterling. love being called like I love that's kind of goes with the nickname by the way in when we were there's a lot of nicknames I love it so they are like on a last name I love the last name so Evan Sterling is the duke and he's like no I'm going to um marry uh August's August's sister and I'm going to like come into this fortune and then they realize that like they love each other love that yeah so my next book, be, okay, so since I had felt like I threw both Taylor Jenkins Reid and Colleen Hoover under the bus a little bit in my overrated books, I had to give each of them a shout out. One of my absolute <laughs> favorite, my first of all, my favorite, favorite Colleen Hoover book is All Your Perfects. And the reason that I love All Your Perfects so much, or the reason I think that it hit so much me, is it deals with infertility. And Rachel and I have mentioned that we both mm-hmm. went through infertility. We met in an infertility support group. Yeah several years ago and so in all your perfects it is about quinn and graham and first of all two of my favorite names and quinn and graham meet in kind of an unconventional way their um significant others are cheating on them with each other and so they meet finding this out and like they have this moment where like they might hook up that night and they don't and he gives her his number and he's like 
when you're ready to move on, call me. And she doesn't. And then they run into each other. Okay. And then at that point, they start a relationship. And then they eventually get married yeah. and all of this. Um, but she cannot get pregnant. Okay. And, like, they try and try and try. They do multiple rounds of IVF. Mm-hmm. They, like, can't do it anymore because they don't have enough money. Um, they want to adopt a baby, but they can't because of something in his past. Okay. And so Ugh, there's... there's like... These, okay, it's I'm hard. laughing I know. at the difference between the books that you're choosing and the books that I'm choosing. And it's funny because I will say, like, I mean, here's the thing. These books do have some spice. I mean, I wouldn't say they're the spice that I read now. But I do, just in general, for the sake of reading, um, I mean, we will talk about books. A lot of what we're going to talk about is spicy books. But there are books I like that while they have sure. spice scenes are not what I would consider a spice read. Right. Um, All Your Perfects has some pretty damn hot sex scenes. Mm-hmm. But... It is also just an emotional book. And this book, like, if you have been through any form of infertility, you will identify so much with Quinn and just the emotions that she feels. Um, There's a point in the book where her sister gets pregnant Mm. and how, and I've, that happened. Something similar happened with me when we couldn't get pregnant. Mm -hmm. And so you just, it's wonderful. If somebody asked me at Colleen who a book to start with, this is the one I recommend. Okay. So going uh, back to our historical romance, right? Okay, so the next one that I think is underrated is called To Love and to Loathe uh, by Martha Waters. And it is a historical romance. Um, It is kind of, and I'm like sensing a theme here in my books. It Mm -hmm. is similar to the How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days vibe where they just like hate each other and Mm -hmm. are like trying to get each other, uh, like trying to get under each other's skin right um i do enjoy that i mean that's kind of a lot of what the hating game is it is which is is. it's just lots of bickering i love banter i love good banter i feel like this has so much of it it is um some uh uh spice but not like too spicy but there's some good spice in there um but basically what they do is they make a bet so they bet the two main characters bet that within a year uh the male main character is going to get married uh, or the female main character like owes him money or something. Um, and so it, it like the bet thing plays into it and it like comes back later and it's just, it's really fun. I'm going to add it to my TV. Yeah. It's a second one in her and Martha Waters Regency vows series. And I actually read this one and then I went back and read the first one. Um, and then have read the second, uh, the third one. And I think the fourth one's coming out this year. Oh, so okay. Uh, really I good. love a series. Yeah. So my next one is called the one that got away by Bethany chase. And I, this is a one I have reread multiple times. Um, it is about Serena, and Serena uh, lives in Austin, and she's an architect, and or not, yes, she's an architect, and she has this, she's in this four-year relationship with this guy named Noah, and, like, he's on this year-long, he's an attorney, and he's on this, like, year-long business trip, basically, like, living in another country to, like, close this deal, mm-hmm. um, and her best friend is like, hey, um, do you remember Amen Roy? He's coming back to town and she's like oh my god she had a one night stand with him like 11 years prior and he was the one that got away she thought that they were gonna have she was like head over heels for him and he ghosted her they had this amazing night together and then he just straight up poofed into thin air and now he's back and she they have like 
this whole friend group where they're all friends. They like went to college together and all of this. Um, but she's with Noah. Yeah. And so anyways, Eamon comes back and he hires her to design his house. He's moving back to Austin. He's like a former Olympic swimmer, mm-hmm. but he wants to settle in Austin now. And so he has all this money and he's building this massive house and she designs it. So they're spending all this time together and you can tell that he like clearly has feelings for her, but she's really struggling because I know it's a love triangle and you don't love love triangles, but but it's, it's not a bad love triangle, but then she goes through like something really hard and he's kind of there for her. And you kind of realize that her and her boyfriend, Noah, just like really aren't like right for each other yeah. um and that her name and are but like when i say like it's kind of goes against so much of what i said because it is a slow af burn mm. um but it's a good one and well, I, I think the love triangle can be done well as long as you don't i don't feel like the like uh person in the love trial triangle who's not finding love like if i feel like they have like a good opportunity maybe they allude to like their happiness or mm-hmm. something like that and i mean i better. think you really see her struggle with this yeah. too because she doesn't want to hurt either guy right. and she's like really it's it's a good it's a good read it's yeah. a quick read um and i love bethany chase she has several wonderful books okay. I haven't read any Bethany Chase. Um, okay, y'all are going to be shocked, but my next one is called Funny Feelings. Um, Tara DeWitt. I haven't read this one either. It is hilarious. I love a funny book. I love a funny book. So it's about a um, stand-up comedian. Uh, her name is Farley, and she uh, is friends with... I'm pretty sure they started out as friends, um, and uh, Meyer like mentors her mm-hmm. in her stand-up comedy um and then he's got a daughter too so I, I love the way that that I know some people don't like kids in their romance books um but I really like the way that she kind of factors into I like, don't mind their, if they're like a little bit in it I yeah it's not like the whole thing isn't centered around the kid no. but it's like uh they they become like a little family and yeah. that's super sweet um so it was just a really funny book uh he's super grumpy um he's she's kind of like pulling him out of his show which we oh, love. I love that yeah, yeah so it was it was hilarious I thoroughly enjoyed it so my last one is the wedding date by Jasmine Guillory and I okay I say this I is an this underrated book. book I do feel like in general I don't see a ton on book talk about Jasmine Guillory I don't and either I which is shocking love she's books. one of the first romance well, it was like Hating Game, Jasmine Guillory. Oh, uh, all of Jasmine like Guillory's books at the same time. are amazing. And they're all, not all, but they're her first like five or so are kind of in the same universe. Yes, um, I blew through You them. don't have to, you don't have to read them in order. It's helpful. One yeah. doesn't really have to do with the other. They just have overlap characters. Mm-hmm. But I love The Wedding Date. So The Wedding Date is about a guy and a girl who meet because they're stuck in an elevator together for like a few minutes, like not a super long amount of time. She is in this hotel because she's going to celebrate something with her sister. He is in this hotel because he's there for a wedding and it's like a super awkward, like ex girlfriend, like frenemies kind of wedding. This is the one Um, where they get stuck in the elevator. Yes. Yes. At the beginning. And so he like talks her into being his wedding date and so she goes to been like pretending to be his girlfriend and we yeah, love a fake relationship. So anyways, they end up going to this wedding together. And then of course, like they catch feelings. They mm-hmm. have a wonderful night together, but they live, one of them lives in San Francisco. One of them lives in LA. So there's a lot of like back and forth yeah. travel. Um, and it's just about their relationship and it's really good. It's a really cute book. It's a really sweet story. Um, 
I love a mature couple that can like talk through things. There's like a sliver of a, I wouldn't even call it a third act breakup. It's yeah. more like a third act blip. Mm-hmm. Um, but this book is a delight. It is, it will give you the warm fuzzies and I don't know why it's not talked about more. I agree with that. I love that whole kind of uh, series world. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. Okay, my last one um, is is uh, not my typical. So this one's a little bit heavier. It's called Just Last Night. And I had to look up how to pronounce this author's name. Uh, and it's in her Goodreads profile, so I appreciated that. But it's uh, Vari. I'm probably saying that right. McFarlane. McFarlane. Yeah, I've had a lot of her books on my TBR. Yes. So it's spelled, if you're going up to look for this later. It's spelled M-H-A-I-R-I. And I've read several of her books, but I loved this one just last night. Um, it is, I don't want to give too much away because there's like something big that happens in the first couple chapters and it kind of drives mm-hmm. the rest of the story. But basically it's these four friends that have been friends forever. Um, and it's, there's some unrequited love. So one of the friends has been in love with another, the other friend, one of the other friends forever, um, but has never acted on it. Um, and then there's just this big thing that happens and it kind of changes the trajectory of their lives so uh that's so vague but it's no because I get it because like with when we were Mm -hmm. like there are just certain books that if you give like really anything away it just spoils the whole book and you don't want to do that because we want you guys I first of all like I said I haven't read any of the books that Rachel mentioned so now I have five books ish because maybe not this Eric gets a Eris gets a Duke. I don't know. You can totally my, do it. You can totally do it. But that's gonna be my vibe. But I will say with just last night, I feel like there was uh, like I was there were moments where I was like shocked, and that doesn't happen super often because we do love a formula. Like I we love do. to know what's happening. Yes. So I did love this book. It was by really the way, good. when we were doesn't follow a formula in the best way. <sighs> oh my gosh. There's no okay. formula. You're gonna be like, what? what? What's what? what's happening? Yeah. Um. But anyways, right. so. <clears throat> Obviously, we have, I personally have a lot more overrated and underrated books just in general. There's so many books that I think people should read that yeah. they don't. Or um, books that, we need to do an episode on books that were perfectly rated. Yes. <laughs> we'll do, we'll do an episode of our five-star books at yeah, one point. There you go. Like, maybe pick five of our five-star yes. books. Because as I told you, I'm a five-star whore. Yeah. I will give, like... Everything. Not everything, but I mean, like, if I just, like, got the warm fuzzies, it's probably yeah. getting a five-star. So it's, like, four or five-stars, um, for sure. And truly, with me, there's, like, very little difference between a four and a five-star. Yeah. A three-star, I basically hated your book. Yeah. Um, I, like, totally rate on vibes. I'm like, I totally like, on rate vibes on vibes. Like, I... If somebody's, like, I rarely give a book a five-star, I'm like, I don't really know what that's yeah. like because if I loved it, it's getting a five star. It's getting five stars, yeah. Um, But anyways, we would love to hear from you guys on some of your overrated and underrated books and books that you just, like, really think get way too much hype on the internet Mm -hmm. and books that you're like, why are more people not reading this? Yeah. Because that's, I mean, that's how these books eventually blow up. Yeah, that's true. For example, look at It Ends With Us. I would have to go back and look when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But, like, several years later, it blew yeah, up. Yeah. So, I mean, really, you just these never books know. could blow up. Yeah, yeah. You just need, like, a 22-year-old celebrity to read your to book. To read your book. And then and everyone else will. All over TikTok. Throw it to Hailey Bieber. Yeah. And apparently, if she does something, people pay attention. People do I don't it. really know anything know. about her. Yeah. I, um, I glazed my nails when she told me to. So. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to go to L.A. and try her, like, $37 smoothie that people... Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I actually don't. Well, I don't um, judge you even if you Jokes, do. jokes. <laughs> um, but come chat with us. You can find us at Smut Show Podcast, and you can find me at Neelykins pretty much everywhere or Neely Moldovan on TikTok. And I am at Rachel underscore M Lewis 
pretty much everywhere. Um, and my my new TikTok that I got, it's going well. I posted a couple things. So I know. I feel good and you need it. to follow Rachel because her and her husband, especially when they post together, are oh. so funny. You'll never, ever, ever see my husband on social media. He hates Listen. it. He doesn't even have his own. That's what happens when you marry uh, somebody who majored in theater in college. Oh, so. yeah. No. I mean, Andrew, no. We're just all Would over never. There. Um, He's all over there. Meanwhile, my six-year-old would like his own dot com, as there he calls go. it. Yeah. Um, and please rate and review us, even if you just like a little bit liked it. Just yeah. like share it with your friends, post it on Instagram, subscribe, tell your so mom to listen to us, week. and come back next week. We actually, next week, we are recording with not one, but two amazing authors. Yes. And so those episodes will be coming up soon, and we cannot wait for you guys to hear them, and we cannot wait to talk to these authors. So I'm we so we are so excited. Yeah. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.